listening to The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our visit with Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire. He is the voice of the Bears with Coach McGuire. From the West Coast, joined by Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire, coming off uh, a really successful uh, opening weekend, splitting two matches in the Big 12 Big 10 Challenge in Fort Worth. Now off to play in a tournament hosted by Pepperdine beginning on Thursday. Coach Ryan McGuire joins us now. Coach, welcome, and we appreciate your time. John, thanks for having me. We're, we're off to a great start and a fun time already. I want to talk about those two matches last weekend, but, uh, but you guys, uh, you, had, you had to go early this week, right? I mean, it's Malibu, California. We understand you got to get acclimated to the Pacific time zone, the area, things like that. I mean, you just, you're just doing it for the best of your team, right? Uh, you know, I got a lot of fans, friends, family <laughs> out here in, the, in Southern California. Definitely a two-hour difference. Uh, this is our only trip, really. For preseason, you know, we went up TCU. We're hosting two weeks, so uh, we're we're taking one day to to train hard, but also, you know, I'm calling from the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and um, my brother is a, a captain LAPD, so he, he took our entire team through a uh, shoot don't shoot training, some simulators, and non-lethal enforcement, and really just gave us a lot of good information to to, to think about. That's really cool. You know, you should never, you know, uh, let a good, uh, you know, trip like that get in the way of education because it is part of their education. I mean, seriously, the trips like this and the things that you guys get to do is, uh, you know, sometimes maybe life changing for people. Yeah, well, I think our girls have learned a lot. And this really started a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, the social injustice challenges with the things happen in Minnesota. Um you know, my brother did did several zooms with us as a as a team, just so our girls can, you know, at the time share frustrations, hurts, ask questions, and uh, again, I'm really proud of him. He's my younger brother. He, he's a captain, but he's he's involved in constitutional policy, and you know, the the LAPD is just maybe ten years ahead of a lot of other police departments and how they do some things, and and they have challenges as well, but just. Um, you know, yeah, it's good to learn kind of the training and, and basically, you know, the takeaway is you got about, you know, 1.2 seconds to continuously be making these really difficult decisions and, and how can we best best improve. So uh, it was it was good. It was it was fun. Other than uh, than me being tased for one of the demonstrations. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about that. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Definitely a uh, shocking experience. Ah, and, uh, very good. You know, I knew the girls would get a kick out of it. So uh, that's pretty uh, good. But, I, but Coach Walker did it too. So he, uh, I don't think he wanted to, but uh, after I went, I think he realized he he needed to do it as well. So we've we've, bond, we've bonded. We've bonded as a staff as well. <laughs> that is great. Uh, okay, so let's get back on the court. And uh, congratulations. What a great weekend. Tough loss to Minnesota to open, but what a great win over Wisconsin. How would you feel about the two matches uh, together to open the season? Yeah, I think we really grew up a lot. We grew up really fast this weekend. We have such a young team, and uh, Avery did a good job setting, uh, Riley hitting, Allie and um, – 
Elise both coming off the bench at different times, helping us with the blocking. But, you know, I'm looking out there, and you, you got a freshman primary passer in, in uh, Alexis DaCosta, freshman passer in uh, Sophia Keene, and Brisenio, who had a great year for us last year as a freshman, but as a sophomore and just um, seeing how young we were. But we uh, made a lot of mistakes in that Minnesota match that, that I, I think, took hold and, and kind of sunk in. And sometimes you just got to play to have that experience. And, you know, I didn't think we hit as, as smart and, and gave up, you know, Minnesota blocked well, but we probably hit a lot of swings in that block. So in the Wisconsin match, who's just as big, if not bigger, you know, their opposite was six, nine, their middles are all returners. Um, we did a much better job moving the ball around and, and sticking to the game plan and, you know, trying to be as consistent as possible. So both both high-level matches, I, I thought, uh, played well both nights but made better decisions the uh, the second night. Tell us about the weekend for, uh, you're talking about your young players. How about Avery Carlson, named today the Big 12 Newcomer of the Week? Yeah, she, she's just so steady. And, you know, the setter's job is, is to get the, keep every ball hittable, hittable and let the hitters do their work. And her decision making is is good. You know, we talk about speed of learning just being a incredible competitive advantage. Uh, she learns so swiftly. You know, it's it's one of those athletes you, you can say it once, and she's already implementing it and diving in deeper deeper to the next level. Uh, doesn't get razzled. She's made great improvement on her defense. Uh, tough server for us, and uh, you know she she doesn't. She's not maybe as offensive as uh, we saw Hannah in the years past, but her timing has, has been perfect, so she's still hitting at a high high percentage and getting us, you know, just finds a way to help us get kills when we need them, you know, in these fifth sets when it's 10-10, 11-11. And I thought uh, Lauren Harrison might be the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week. She had a great weekend, didn't she? She did. She did. Definitely a much, uh, much better day two than day one, still – Still produced a lot of kills for us on on day one, but um, you know probably got blocked more than she was happy with. But uh, on day two, again, moved the ball around, hit well over 300. Probably had the best back row attack uh, of her life at a at a moment. And so, you know, for us, it's you know we're definitely not satisfied. Win or lose these matches, we're already going to come back with a long list of things to work on, but. You know, now it's stuff we can really build on and, and be excited about where where we can go this year. Great win over uh, Wisconsin, number three team in the nation. The uh, reigning national champs won that 3-2 on Saturday. Now, in California, as we talked about, playing at the Pepperdine Tournament beginning on Thursday, what about uh, the uh, the three matches, uh, the competition you'll see out there? Yeah, Pepperdine's extremely good. They, they will be a top 25 team uh, before the season's over. They're already receiving votes. Uh, they played number two, uh, Nebraska, you know, or number one, Nebraska, the first weekend really tight, you know, did lose in three sets. Uh, they, they return, uh, almost five kills per set outside. Uh, a couple Texas girls made their way out here to Malibu that, that we've seen that I know are, are very strong, you know, setter offensive, uh, attacker as well. So they got a little bit more seniority and, and I feel they, they're a program that's kind of ripe for, um, great coached team that's, you know, they're trying to have their breakthrough season this year. So we uh, we don't want to let it start start with us. And then uh, who else is it? Is it San Diego State? Is that right? Yeah, 
Yeah, San Diego State and UC Santa Barbara. Yeah. So uh, two programs that, that know volleyball very well and have uh, experienced coaches, teams, and programs. So um, every every match matters. And, again, I've loved our consistency from last weekend, but knowing we got a young team, you know, we got to make sure we prepare for all of them equally and, and can be consistent in their execution. All right, final thought, uh, with a young team, you know, so many uh, newbies on your team, how important and how advantageous is a trip like this, you know, just as kind of a bonding uh, uh, adventure for the entire group together? You know, this team culture is really spectacular. There's just a freshness, there's a newness, you know, so many new faces between staff and athletes. that has just been fun and exciting. I think as coaches, we all love it whenever we see growth. So we've seen a lot of uh, spiritual growth. We've seen a lot of uh, growth in maturity, emotional intelligence. And, you know, on this trip, it's just, yeah, as, as a coach and, you know, kind of like a parent, you just have fun when you see your, your kids, your athletes experience new things that, that bring them joy and make them happy. But also doing it together, you know, this is definitely a trip where we're hoping to multiply the joy in, in what we do as a, as a team and how we fellowship. Very nice. Well, good luck, and uh, we appreciate your time today. Thanks for letting us uh, barge in on your lunch, but thanks uh, for visiting with us, and good luck in the matches out there this week. Enjoy the time back in your old stomping ground. Thank you very much. We're looking forward to it. All right, Coach, thanks. Thanks for having me on. You bet. That's Ryan McGuire, Baylor volleyball coach. They're playing a tournament hosted by Pepperdine. They'll play the Waves on Thursday. They'll play San Diego State on Friday and UC Santa Barbara on Saturday. Baylor, a team that moved up from number 16 in the nation in the inaugural AVCA poll last week to number nine in the nation with that one-and-one opening weekend, a 3-1 loss to Minnesota. And you heard Coach McGuire say how much improved in a number of areas they were in uh, their second match the very next day against the defending national champs in number three ranked Wisconsin. That's a great opening weekend, one-and-one for Baylor against those two Big Ten schools. Appreciate his time, and Aaron. I think I heard him say they're on the uh, right now. They're having lunch right off the Hollywood Walk of Fame, so that's nice. I mean, they're getting some, uh, you know, getting to see some of the sights out there. Yeah, that's that's a pretty cool section um, with Man's Chinese Theaters right okay. there, and yep. there's a lot of stuff to see. Of course, a lot of people don't realize that the the Walk of Fame extends down a couple of blocks into kind of uh, neighborhoods that. You probably don't want to walk into <laughs> go after dark at night, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because during the day, uh, I was with my friend Laura when we went. She was stationed out there in the Navy, and uh, we were wanted to walk the entire walk, and we started noticing, you know, that the neighborhood was slowly <laughs> yeah. changing, huh. and the houses were getting older and a little more run down, and. We're like, okay, we've seen enough of this part of the Walk of Fame. We'll go ahead and head back. and Turn around. Yeah. See the handprints of man's again. Yeah. Very cool. So, uh, great trip there for Baylor Volleyball. Now, top 10 team here in the second week of the regular season. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping 